0: In the Lord, I will praise his word.
4: In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear prayer, O
0: Lord, and
3: let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the
0: Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise God. up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph?
2: Righteousness and justice are the foundation of His I soul. hate the
0: work of those who follow my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants. I will defy tyrants.
1: And good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at Sons of Liberty Media.com. And for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about a hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if, we're, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, and see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com, and uh, while you're there, you can... Um, see that there's there's two videos on the top of the page and yesterday bradley was traveling again so no radio show but uh he said he should have one today so what you've got on the left side is a educational video by bradley and then on the right side is where we are uh, streaming live just click on the play button Blow it up on whatever device you've got, including a 58-inch television, <laughs> and uh, click on the uh, Rumble icon down in the bottom right-hand corner, and join us in the chat over on Rumble. We are streaming to Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. We're also streaming to uh, BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page. Thank you to Michael for that. Also, DLive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. While you're there, please sign up for our newsletter. Uh, you'll get one of those a day, and. That comes usually in the evening. Those are mine, Bradley, and our contributors' uh, articles that are there on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And then if you want our our ministry email, which will be going out today at 1. uh, We were able to accomplish that last night, so it will be going out promptly at 1 p.m. Pacific Pacific, Eastern Time. And um, be sure to sign up for that. You can do that at SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. Is where the ministry uh, is, and you can sign up for it there. You can also see what we do uh, here at the Sons of Liberty. Also, if you uh, are interested in our store, this week we're highlighting the "What is the Price" T-shirt, and these are one of our more popular T-shirts. On the front, it says "What is the price of your freedom? Ask a veteran." On the back, "What is the price of your redemption? Ask the Son of God." And uh, it's these are normally available for a twenty-dollar donation. this week only through Saturday at midnight, uh, you can get 20% off with the promo code PRICE. Promo code PRICE gets you 20% off. That's through midnight tonight. Also, if you would like to help us out in uh, the ministry here, we've got a button here at the top um, of sonsoflibertymedia.com. And it's a one-time donation. You can click on that and do that. Or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And uh, we appreciate all of our supporters in whatever capacity you're supporting us. Uh, we really do appreciate it. We can't do what we do without your support, and so we're thankful to God for you. Uh, also, SonsLibertyMedia.com, let me give you a couple of highlights. $3.2 billion taxpayer-funded deal with Pfizer will enrich shareholders of most profitable industry in history. Yes, folks, you are seeing fascism alive and well right here in the United States, okay? Donald Trump said, we'll never be a social, socialist country we done gone way past that we've been that for more than a hundred years I mean literally that's what we've been that's how our government has been responding with things okay also our in our interview yesterday with Johnny Cerucci, the protest is not over Boy, that's going to be probably a trifecta here we're going we're gonna probably do three shows probably two hours apiece to go through <laughs> the the history I mean isn't it incredible the things that you learn that you weren't taught in school or Maybe anybody pointed you to books that are teaching you the history uh, that we learned yesterday, and and we didn't even get up to the Reformation. <laughs> so uh, be looking forward to those in the future, Lord willing, we're going to bring those. Uh, it was it was just a blast, it really was. Also, New York Governor uh, Hochul exposed by questions over pretended gun legislation. Now, what I want to do is I meant to have that open uh, because what I want to do is I want to play that this little clip where this reporter basically is calling her out on what she's doing. And um uh, so I'm going to play that in just a minute, okay? Also, so many Muslims are crossing the border, and shelter for Muslim migrants has opened in Tijuana. Yep. Yep. And then, of course, the video I played for you yesterday, the canceled British sitcom, I think it's called... um Till death do us part, or something like that, or us do part. I forget the name of it. Anyway, that's available for you there as well. Uh, And since the COVID vaccine, quote unquote, rollout, all sorts of diseases have started to reappear. Why? Well, if you've been here listening to the Sons of Liberty, um, you know why. We were warning about this before the shots rolled out. We reported on them as they were coming out. Kate has been great at bringing out why some of these things are happening. Uh, If you remember Dr. Miday. Uh, she was showing us what was in the vials, not only these little creatures that are in there and these parasites and things, but also the long list of frequencies of different things, including several uh, uh, weaponized, um, trying to think in my mind here, weaponized materials that were in there. So all of that's in there, including the the two interviews that we did with Dr. Madej on what, were, what was actually in the vial that she had confirmed that was there? So be, be sure and check that out. And then uh, the world turns as Roe v. Wade is overturned. Now I want to play two two quick videos, and we're going to bring Kate on. Let me let me make mention of this too. Again, every day I'm opening up. This is a young lady out of Connecticut, 39 years old. I don't know if she died of a shot. Okay, I'm not going to say she did, but this is what I see every day. And here's how. Here's here's the thing. This young lady. Patch 39 of North Haven, passed away on June 26, 2022, peacefully at her home. She was beloved daughter of Richard Squeaks and Paula Angeloni Antonucci. I I think that's how you pronounce their name. Forgive me if I get that wrong. It says nothing about how she died. She just died peacefully. Now, could she have had something that was going on? Yep. But I see these daily, daily 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, dying with no explanation for their death at all. Um, and I'm not saying they are, but it makes me wonder uh, if this is not what's going on. Now, this is the video for a Kathy Hochul. I, I just want you to pay attention to what she has to say here with regards to her stand against attacking the rights of the people um, to carry concealed their arms. Okay, listen to what she has to say.
3: Do you have the numbers to show that it's the concealed carry permit holders that are committing crimes? Because the lawful gun owner will say that you're attacking the wrong person. It's really people that are getting these guns illegally that are causing the violence, not the people going and getting the permit legally. And that's
2: the basis for the whole Supreme Court argument. Do you have the numbers? I don't need to have numbers listen to that i don't need i don't have to have a data point to point to to say that this is going to make all i know is i have a responsibility to the people of this state to have sensible gun safety laws and this no. is not
1: you have by the responsibility to uphold the law which keeps your mouth shut your hands off the right i don't
2: need a data point to make the case that i have a responsibility to protect the people of this state somebody who's going to go do a mass shooting or something like that
3: may not go get a concealed carry program. i never
2: said there's any correlation between our solution here and the Buffalo case. In fact, I signed a package of 10 laws following Buffalo that dealt with the, issue, the issues that were raised there.
3: Hochul's gun laws passed after the Tops grocery store shooting in Buffalo raised the age at which a New Yorker can purchase a firearm to 21. But now there are questions about whether restricting public spaces under the new bills infringe on Second Amendment rights. What if they can't practice
2: self-defense because of the restrictions? My point, let me, let me give you, you like statistics. You like numbers? I said at the outset, five people per 100,000 have died from gun violence in the state of New York. The, guns, the states that have more liberal laws, you know, carry guns everywhere you want on the theory of self-protection, their average is about 28.6%. That more is a lie. More people are dying in those states.
1: That's that's just a lie. Governor
2: Hochul's
3: office sent us numbers to back up her statement. Her office says firearm deaths in New York were lower than in Mississippi, which has looser gun restrictions. Gun groups say the Supreme Court ruling won't make it easier to get a concealed carry permit or a gun. Strict background checks will remain. They say this will only allow permit holders to actually use their permit. (laughs)
1: Um, uh, Where in the Second Amendment did, did we see you have the right to keep and bear arms if you get permission from government? Is that what it says? That's not what it says. Do we have that for freedom of speech? Well, it looks like they're trying to push that on us. What about freedom of the press? They're trying to push that kind of stuff on us, too, with all the censorship. You must get permission from us to give the official narrative of the CIA-controlled mockingbird media. This is what they want you to believe. Okay. Then you've got these guys in the same state and... You know, praise God for these guys. These guys went to a children's vaccination center, all right, in Times Square, New York City. If you haven't seen this, I want you to, you, you, you got to check it out. And you guys listening on uh, Red State Talk Radio, you'll hear exactly what they're telling the people to save the children, and they're calling them out
2: Stop harming these children! Stop harming these children! Stop harming these children!
0: We're here in the name of Christ! We're here in the name of Christ. There's nothing but Satan in here. You're injecting
2: children. You're injecting children. Oh, there's no touching. No, I don't think there's any touching, sir. I don't think there's any touching. I don't
0: think there's any touching, I there's
2: any touching. I there's any touching sir. I really don't want to be touched like right now. You know, I'm pretty sure that we're gonna to have to. My friends should be here. Trespassing is not. It's not a crime. You know it's a public door. It's a public door. It's all been a public door.
0: Can't block
2: the We're not
0: blocking anything. You are. You're blocking it. You're blocking it now. You're blocking it now.
2: You're blocking it now. You're blocking the door. Stop harming those children. Stop harming those children. Save the children.
0: Save the children.
1: Now here's some men. Here's some men for you.
0: for these children no more no more no more, no more. No
1: more. No more. No more. <laughs> and the cop doesn't know what to do he's just looking around like i'm looking for some help here because i don't know what to do with these guys and nobody's being violent they're wanting to open the door so that they can speak into there and it is a, it's a public area
0: Hey, hands off
1: the children. Absolutely incredible.
0: Hands off those children. We see you all.
1: And people still wearing their masks. What in the world? Stop
0: sacrificing children.
1: <laughs> they're calling it out exactly, exactly what we said before, and that is they're sacrificing children. They're calling it out. They're saying they're in the, they're, they're in the name of Christ, that Satan is in the place. This is what they're doing. And um, so, anyway, those things are there. Check them out at sunsolebritymedia.com. When we uh, archive the show, you'll be able to pull those up there. This is Saturday, and as always, we have with us nurse and nutritionist Kate Shemarani. And you know, Kate, um, by the way, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the things is is that Kate has sent me a little something. And um, yeah, you're going to get a touch of across the pond, as it were, and... uh I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show this little surprise here, so here's Kate.
4: i a natural nurse in a toxic world, co-founder of the British Nursing Alliance, reporting for Sons of Liberty Radio, and I'm here in the wonderful Eastbourne, and behind me are a group of people who have uh, an absolute plethora of experience. We've got retired nurses, we've got people that have worked in mental health, we've got people who work for social services uh with adults and a lot of mental health uh, professionals here we're all turning mental and uh and we've got a landscape gardener and uh we'll turn the camera around in a minute because eastbourne really is beautiful well we've just come down off the cliffs to some spectacular music and in their spare time they're called the howlers with a z on the end and they perform so guys take it away
1: You know, you know what, Kate, I was actually doing that. I felt like doing a little river dance, but I only have about three inches in front of me that I can even move. But that is, that's, that's wonderful. Uh, I think the people really enjoyed that too. That was really out of the blue. What, what were you doing down there?
4: Well, there's uh, the very famous cliffs in Eastbourne. You know, the ones you see on all the picture postcards with the white chalk. So I had been up there with uh, my trusty camera guy, Katrina, um, And we had all our four dogs with us and we'd been walking across the cliffs. It's really wonderful. And we'd come down and we could hear this music. So we'd walked round into those gardens. You know what's really interesting, this vast space of uh, an uh, area of natural beauty? Friday night. And we saw I think we saw one couple up there who'd got all their camping stuff making a cup of tea. And then we saw that group. Where's everybody else? Where are they all? This is free. They're all in their houses watching the telly. Um, so this group uh, were, were quite interesting. There was a few retired mental health nurses there who actually said they were thankful to not be in it anymore because of the pressures that are around now, because as we know suicides are up, mental health in kids were up. And the guy playing the drum works uh, for social services with adults I believe, with disabilities, by the way, he said it. And then the other guy on the accordion was a landscape gardener. And there's normally a few more of them. And that is what they get together and do. And they said they did it during lockdown as well. They all met up and were playing. So it was kind of absolutely wonderful. Uh, I just want to take this back to that video from that vaccine centre, Um it is Pfizer wanted the documents, as we know, kept secret for seventy five years. So we'd all be dead, and all the perpetrators of the dirty, filthy crime would be dead, and it would just go down in history as a time when people, you know, were murdered. Um, and, and and it probably will. The truth will come out. It always does. And somewhere in history, we'll be exonerated. And not that I really care. Uh, and it will all be that it was. It was. It killed so many people. We know that the autoimmune um, and. Antibody enhancement and the autoimmune diseases are going through the roof. We're seeing every single day young people. Now, I'm not going to post anybody that dies that's over 30. So I'm posting these young people that are dying unexpectedly. So when nurses are, um, you know, they I, I don't care if you're offended. You can go shove it where the sun don't shine anymore. I don't care. Registered nurse, who wants that title? Who wants to be registered with the NMC? That are nothing but a terrorist organisation at this point. That are terrorising their own members, and they're even saying, you know, they'll only uh, they'll only think about seriously investigating what we're striking you off if you're anti-vax. You can go, you can research every single one of these so-called diseases that killed people, and you'll see that there were none. It's rubbish. It's lies. It was nothing but down to overcrowding, stench, filth, feces diseased animals that were then fed to the people and fed to other animals. So the people had poor nutrition, they had diseased guts. It was even stated at that time about the diseased guts. So when they talk about poliomyelitis, they're just describing well that inflammation in the myelin sheath. And they gave the title of polio because money was in it again, and kudos. Because remember, medicine since it began is nothing more than a snotty boys club. It's a snotty boys club where they all belong to it. I'm a doctor blowing smoke up each other's asses and they don't want to speak out of what's expected of of them. So they'll stick to the story. They'll stick to one another's. And and it is, it's just a boys club. That's all it is. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. They're seeing the deaths. They know it's the vaccines. And they're not speaking out. They don't want to. Now, the nurses are doing it. The nurses are the executioners. They're the ones that are pushing the plunger of this loaded weapon. They don't know what's in it. They're getting paid for working extra hours. And, you know, you can bet your bottom dollar. These nurses that are injecting the celebrities, they'll go home to their mates or whatever. Oh, guess what? I, I treated so-and-so today. They do because they, they, they couldn't hold confidentiality if it was their own water. I've seen it. So they don't even, you know, stick into their code. I'll bet you now when they're seeing these people die, I wonder if the nurse who injected uh, Justin Bieber is thinking about that or, or his wife. Or his that wife had yeah. I wonder if they are remembering. Well, guess what, you nurses? There's a paper trail. We're, we're going to remember. Yes. We're going to remember each and every one of you, because if you look back through history, I'm sorry, girls and guys, but you're going to take the rap. Because when they come to, like they always do, because the government are just pimps, who to blame? I love that state, that phrase, who to blame? It's going to be you, you nurses. So they're in that that vaccine center doing what? Now, we're seeing the 20-year-olds die everywhere. And we're seeing the 20-year-olds get Parkinson-style diseases, myocarditis, even studies are coming out now they're starting to see the trickle of the younger ones coming through because sure. they've been vaccinated you wait till you get those six month babies coffins the white ones you wait till that starts and then you nurses tell me how you feel inside because those parents are going to come knocking oh they're so going to come knocking so back onto your video about the guns i worked in a and e we had a guy that nearly bled out because he cut himself with a toenail from a prison.
1: You were telling right. us that. that yeah, was, that's yeah. incredible. No,
4: we, uh, we, you only have to look on social media and see what's going on in some of the places in London. They don't need a gun. They don't need a gun. They're actually far braver than that. I'm sorry you guys roaming around the neighborhood shooting out your cars with your guns. That's a bit cowardly. No, these guys go out with massive sticks like table legs and machetes and they go in. Two, uh, two big groups go in and they scrap or they'll pick up chairs at a cafe and they'll wallop each other with that, or they'll get in a car and drive that. You don't need a gun to kill one another. So, so why we're at it then in America, or they're trying to ban guns because that's dangerous, but it's okay for, for, um, we, we call them obstetricians and gynecologists. You, you tend to say O Y B G whatever. Um, But it's okay for them to go in with some forceps and get the baby's leg up 24 weeks and rip the leg off, get the other leg, rip that off, get the arm, rip that off, get the other arm, rip that off, crush the skull and suction that out. That's okay.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm I'm glad you put that in perspective, Kate, because it's we got to get to the root of the problem. Whatever you use these table leg things that you're talking about a machete, a gun, a baseball bat, forceps, whatever, or your Your bare hands, hands. whatever whatever you're using, the problem is not the inanimate object. The problem is the human heart. This is why at the Sons of Liberty we point to there's only one remedy for that. Okay, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. It is the righteousness applied to the human heart (laughs) via the gospel and the Holy Spirit that will set men free from that. The, the issue is the wickedness of man, and our society teaches people man is basically good. Then, folks, if man is basically good, why did we have to write a constitution? The constitution was to restrict representatives because we knew they would be corrupt, and we are seeing that. We've seen that for a long time. Our parents have seen it for a long time. and. Man is not basically good, he's basically bad. This is why he is in the need of a Savior from his sin, his lawlessness, because the lawlessness is in the heart of man, and despite whatever good intentions he might think he has, all of those things get tainted with his own sin, and this is why we need the righteousness of Christ. If we don't have that, then all we can look forward to is just more lawlessness coming our way, which is you know part part and parcel of what we see in the judgments of God Romans 1 he turns them over because they won't honor him as God and there's a whole list of things beginning with the issue of homosexuality down to uh, won't obey parent won't honor their parents murder lying thieving all of this kind of stuff is the result of God turning man over to the desires of his own heart and so the, the remedy to this is not more laws. It's not taking away guns. It's not taking away table legs or knives or toenails. <laughs> it's, it's bringing the Lord Jesus to bear upon sinners and his gospel and, and calling them to submit to him.
4: Yeah, and also, um, you know, there seems to be a new movement. Uh, the Me Too movement's now got another one, and it's the Me Too, I had an abortion. And I, I'm a celebrity, and I had it for whatever reason. Look, I, I'm not judging anyone. I'm not judging anyone. I worked in a ward. I saw it. It was my first job. I've had friends that have had terminations. It's not for me to judge, but let me just tell you a couple of the things that I remember from that time in that, that ward, that gynecology ward, they always used to tell you their reasons. And I remember one woman, I've got a skiing holiday booked and I don't want to be pregnant on it. So I'm going to try for a baby next year. Well, that's cool. Just rip this 12 week, one to bits, suction it out. And you know, that one's even just suctions it out like Cromola foam. That's okay. Uh, I, I I can't quite get my head around it, and the Me Too movement as well. This uh, there's, uh, there's uh, Miss um, some Miss Universe from I can't even remember which country now. Was it Australia? I don't know. But anyway, she's I've posted it today. She's out there saying, you know, why she had one. We're not interested. Keep it to yourself. It's between you and God. Stop trying to justify it because you've got some deep seated guilt. Um,
1: so well, let me is- let me let me add something to what you're saying. There, um, we're not making a final judgment. That's true, but no. we definitely are making a judgment that it's wrong for people to be doing that. It is murder. It's. I mean, it's very clear that what the very description that you gave, Palf, If you paid, if, if somebody paid off a hitman to murder their spouse, and they she th- was 24 weeks pregnant. Hang on a minute. Yeah, we can and add this- that in there too. That would be the that would be murder of two. That's right. It so would be, that's how it, be that's how it would be treated. That's how it would be treated. Report it yourself, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, and and and, and that's the point <laughs> is you can pay you can pay them off to do it and they're going to go get the hitman and they're going to go get the guy who paid for it, the other the spouse who paid for it. So, this is the issue of what we bring out when we talk about these uh, the woman going in there. She's just as guilty as the doctor in going in, giving the money over. The nonchalant, callous attitude at destroying the life inside her. You sent me the a video from, uh, I believe the lady's name is Savannah Hernandez, and she was asking some of those ladies in DC about doing that kind of stuff too. And just the cold heartedness response was absolutely baffling to me. I mean, You know, you can see people kind of having a discussion. These people were just cold hearted. And there was one guy that I saw. He said, yes, it wasn't in hers. Yes, I want to murder babies. just got in this guy's face. I was just like, I just cringe at the wickedness of man.
4: It is. It is interesting. Look, you know. Uh, it's. I, I listen to it all, and I hear them go. Oh, it's just a bundle of cells. My, my uh, number one daughter. She's not in the house just now, and she doesn't listen to me anyway because she thinks I'm just a nurse. I'm a failure anyway. She's at Cambridge. Uh, she's young. The folly of youth. But you know, she said to me. Uh, she said to she. She. She was talking about it. The Roe versus Wade. And I said, Oh, so you'd have an abortion? She went, No, of course I wouldn't, because you know, we 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 we've talked about that from when they were really young. And, uh, and I, she said, well, these women are going to go and get backstreet abortions and then they could die. And I said, well, then they need to stand trial if they don't for attempted murder. And I said, so it's it's you're saying that it's a shame that they might die. But they're actually going to go through the act of trying to kill their baby. Now they both might die. They are going to put, they're, they're going to go and try and kill their baby. I said, you you got to make this black and white Paloma. Anyway, she, she thought I was quite evil for having that attitude, but of course I'm not. And, and it crosses over. So if you, if you, you know, have a car accident, cause you're drunk and you kill a driver of a car who is 20, 24 weeks pregnant, 28 weeks pregnant, or even let's say she's 40 weeks pregnant shy of a couple of days. So that baby when it was born could have lived perfectly well. Uh, then you would get you would get charged with two counts of manslaughter. but it's okay if that baby's not wanted to go and have that baby aborted the day it's due. They're trying to bring in even in this country a law that you can you can have a termination the day the child is is born. I mean I, I can't imagine. it's so horrific, but that brings me on to, so I just want to read something. the eternal God is your refuge. The eternal God. And also remember, God is within us, in in our DNA. The eternal God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. He will drive out your enemy before you, saying, destroy him. That's Deuteronomy 33, 27. So, you know, I kind of, I was having a conversation with Wes before I came on air. I know he's listening, about alcohol. So so what is alcohol called? It's called spirits it's called spirits people call it the demon drink and we've talked about this to you know people have a little bit but people don't have a little bit they have a lot and then it switches down the frontal lobe and there is that thing that then it allows evil spirits to come in you that lack of uh, judgment and then people will do things that they wouldn't ordinarily do so so in our schools in the UK they don't teach abstinence They don't teach about abstaining from sexual intercourse till you're in a loving, stable relationship. They don't teach that. And what they teach them is how to roll a condom onto a vegetable. They teach them about, you know, how life begins, and they teach them about sexually transmitted diseases etc. they don't teach them about abstinence and we rock around the place going oh we're so civilized we're going to invade this country and this country because we want their oil we're going to, we're going to kill 2 million non-combatant men women and children because we're so civilized these cultures that people slag off which i love the middle eastern cultures and a lot of uh, a lot of cultures they have chaperones and that doesn't mean your granny with no teeth or your auntie with no teeth and a head scoff sitting on a, with her handbag on the end of a park bench. What it means is when you go out, even my, my ex-husband's family, when you go out with this person that you like, uh, other family members come with you, your cousins, your siblings. You're not in that position where you're alone in your bedroom, just the two of you, with hormones rampant. You're never left in that position because they acknowledge we are of the flesh they acknowledge that so you're not in that position and i think there's a lot can be said about that so everyone's talking about you know roe versus wade and abortion and no one's actually saying to these young girls don't give it away don't give it away you'll feel so much better about yourself when you come to that point where you meet somebody and, and you know you want to get married to
1: them but uh, it's it's not taught at all. It's it's the most bizarre thing. Anyway, okay. Let me uh, let me interject one thing before you go on. Uh, just I, w- I want to just kind of make clear, uh, not a not a heavy handed thing, but I want to make clear, um, God's Spirit is within His people. He's not within everybody. There's a, there's a distinction, and we get His Spirit when we are those who submit ourselves to Christ. So I want people to understand if you're not in Christ. God's not in you. His Spirit is not in you. Um, that is a gift from Christ. In fact, he said, it's necessary that I go away to the Father so that He can send you the Spirit. So I want to clarify that. As far as alcohol, there this is something, too. You know, I, I talk with uh, with my boys. I talk with some of their friends. I said, you know what? The Bible doesn't say you can't drink. In fact, there are several passages where it encourages that as celebratory, Right. But, but the idea is that man, because he's wicked, like I was saying before, when he, when he gets to go in on that stuff, he opens himself up to sinful behavior, and the Bible warns against drunkenness, and a lot of that ties with the slurring of speech, the stumbling, and the lack of working, and all of these kinds of things, because he's made that drink an idol. He's, he's made an idol out of it. So just want to clarify some things there uh, in what you're saying. Otherwise, you know, I think we're, we're right on track that, that this, it goes right back to the wickedness of man. And the remedy is Christ. Yeah.
4: So look what most people do. They go out on a Saturday night, they get bladdered, they drink roasts, they go to a bar, which sure. alcohol is really cheap. And that's when a lot of uh, behavior happens. That that's right. Didn't happen. And when I worked in that gynecology ward, we used to have an influx for terminations in August, September, September time, and also February, March. And when was that? And why was that? They'd all been on their summer holidays and they'd gone out, gone around the bars, got drunk, got, up, got off with one another, unprotected sex, been drunk. And Fornicating. That's
1: a, that's a sin as well.
4: Yeah. The office parties at Christmas, they'd gone on the nights out at Christmas and they all come in. This is fact what I'm telling you. That's what we used to see. But look, you know, I, I kind of got into, and it's to do with, uh, and you can see me drinking here, my carrot and apple juice. Uh, this is what I was, I was talking to Wes and making it. We were talking about alcohol because most people, when you talk to them about they want to drink, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to treat myself at the end of the week. And you start to unpick the layers because I do it with patience. They like the feel of the glass in their hands, so we switch it. We give them a sparkling water with lemon in it and, uh, and give it to them in a wine glass. <clears throat> because it's behavior. It's it's a behavioral thing. It's a social thing. So it's not even about the alcohol, but then they end up tanking alcohol. So this is living from living juice. After 60 minutes, um, after one hour, 60% of the enzymes in this will be dead. And so, you know, all of your food has an electrical charge on it. So So in the mitochondria at a cellular level, sugar, and I don't mean uh, white sugar, which is, is more addictive than heroin, it's a poison. I mean, the natural sugars in your foods, in the presence of oxygen that we breathe in, generates ATP, adenosine triphosphate. And that is all your energy at a cellular level. And every single thing about us is has, has an electrical field around it, every cell. And I got right into this. And I want to go through this. Um, in 1962, Thomas Kuhn published the book, The Structure of Scientific Revolutions, making science aware of the nature of paradigm shifts. So what's a paradigm? Well, look at what's happening now. A paradigm serves as a pattern or model of existing belief that anchors consensual reality. So right now, what, what is happening? What's the paradigm that's happening now? We're being told that um, COVID-19 is going to kill us. Uh, now, experts, I'm not sure who they are, are telling us that there's going to be flu and COVID-19 and mm. monkeypox, even though uh, monkeypox has never, ever, ever been proven in a human being. All it was was a group of monkeys at a lab that had been injected with everything and given everything and they had toxic pustules all over the place. Of course they did. This is what happened all those years ago in the 1718 early 1900s when the place was filthy with feces, dead horses, dead dogs, excrement of animals, dying and sick animals that would be eaten, people cramped in living conditions with no ventilation. What did they get? Big pustules and sores and all these things that they tell us are childhood diseases. Um, So, so we're being told now about that and the latest one today is killer snails uh, killer snails in Florida run for your lives folks they're getting organized and they're carrying meningitis and we're told about this polio which again uh, only came from the oral consabian vaccines um but what what is it all about it changes your electrical field when you're fearful it changes your, what you resonate at. And we know that there's, there's PhD studies on this. So look, a prominent paradigm in contemporary medicine is that we are primarily biochemical beings. But we what do, what do we do? We go in the hospital and we sit there and we're feeling really, really rubbish. We've got a big tumor. We've been given loads of chemotherapy. And what is the doctor doing? And he's not looking at us sitting there a day off death. He's looking at our blood results, yep, hematology, biochemistry. He's looking at our scan and our tumour shrank. Never mind it's nearly killed us, and it probably does kill us. It's a big success. He's not looking at us. He's looking at his his boys' club garbage. So uh, contemporary medicine, as we're primarily biochemical beings under this established paradigm, a whole pharmaceutical industry has emerged that essentially dictates – that drugs are one of the most effective approaches to bring about symptom modulation. That's what we're told. Oh, you've got high, you've got high cholesterol. Uh, that, that's because your thyroid's not working properly, incidentally, but you've got high cholesterol. So we're going to give you a cholesterol-lowering drug that's going to destroy your CoQ10 enzyme. So now you're going to get heart damage and everything else, but we've got this drug for you. So that's what they do. And you've got all these nurses these big fat nurses there I managed to get it in, uh, you know, with their keys and their lanyard and they're walking around, they're really important because they can dispense this poison or they can even prescribe it. Yep. Somebody made them even more dangerous, giving them a V300 qualification. I had it. So they can actually prescribe this deadly poison. And remember top three causes of death, heart disease, cancer, and prescription medication that's in the USA and the UK. So, this is what we're told to believe, but the process is, be- is better described. So over the last two decades, a new parab- paradigm has been emerging. Over the last two decades, it's fantastic that we are more fundamentally energetic and informational yeah. beings with sophisticated high-speed communication channels in our living connective tissue matrix. What we were learning about carbohydrate and the chemical ch- the charge, and the electrons and about your oxygen and that whole shift that goes on as we drink it and it goes into our body and down to a cellular level of how that's then switched and generates ATP just from this living matter. And remember, we have our internal metabolism and we have our external metabolism, which is what? It's the earth. We're all connected. So, so going on, Uh, The cellular process and even uh, nuclear DNA expression goes on this electrical. These processes are better described using the language and principles of quantum physics, including quantum resonance, entanglement and non-locality or action at a distance organisms. So in 2013, Nobel Peace Prize in Physics was won by Peter Higgs and Francois Englert for their theoretical (laughs) <laughs> they get a they get a peace prize for a theory. <coughs> for their theoretical discovery of a mechanism that contributes to our understanding of the origin of mass and diversity of the universe, this was recently confirmed through the discovery of the predicted fundamental particle called the Higgs boson at CERN's Large Hadron Collider in Geneva. Have you got CERN's uh, motive there that you can put up on the screen, Tim?
1: I don't, but I do have something that I learned about what you were saying and about the food. If I can just pop those in.
4: Yeah, and I, I'm gonna send you the CERN, you're gonna love CERNs thing. <laughs> I'm sitting, you know, I believe all this. You're gonna really I wanna see if you can all see it.
1: Um let me let me read this. This was because I was read I was reading up on frequencies and energies, and I was reading also going into the scripture, uh looking at certain text as to the communication of that because some people think, oh, well, this this is new age. This is look from the very beginning we when know. God spoke the the power of His word and listen to what I said the power right the power of His word uh, and when we're endowed with power by the Holy Spirit, I mean the idea is where we get the word dynamite that's that's the word it's used but he's he's using that and I can cite all kinds of scriptures here that I have but I, I came across this yeah uh, yesterday. Processed canned food has zero megahertz frequency. Dry herbs from 15 to 20 hertz, uh, 22 megahertz. Fresh foods, 20 to 27 megahertz. Fresh herbs from 20 to 27 megahertz. Essential oils start at 52 megahertz and go as high as 320 megahertz. Uh, Rose oil, the highest of any natural substance known to man. Organic foods have higher frequency than conventional foods, Drinking coffee was found to lower a person's frequency by approximately 14 megahertz. And then the the other things that you add on is not just what we take into our body uh, through the mouth, but also through the mind. Negative thoughts lowered a person's measured frequency by 12 megahertz. Positive thoughts raised the measured frequency by 10 megahertz. And by the way, the scripture talks about doing that very thing. Think on these things. Those things are beautiful and holy and lovely uh, that were encouraged by the Apostle Paul. And it says, it also found that prayer meditation increased the measured frequency levels by 15 megahertz. Now, I don't understand how people can say, well, that's just something that's that's not biblical. This is part of how the world is worked. I think it's part of why we're getting sick in some cases too, Kate, because we've talked about... The interference with the Earth's electromagnetic field by yeah, all the I'm different technologies that. that have come out.
4: So look, let's just go on here. So it was recently confirmed, and I've sent you the thing for CERN. Go look at it, put it up, see if anyone can see it. Oh my word, it's unbelievable! I, I'm not. I'm just saying, I'm not into CERN, but there you go, folks. Can you see the three sixes? Triple six. It's
1: kind of like six, the Google. It's kind of like the Google thing. By the yeah. way, I found out something about Google. You know they have they have the um, the um, Chrome browser, and their i think it was a graphics generator or whatever is called Adreno and people can go <laughs> look it up you can you can see it I'm not pulling it's off of their uh, they, stuff
4: in your face yeah today's cutting edge physics are showing us that we exist in an ocean of potentiality and latent energy. So a simple way to to think about latent energy, think about us, the human body is so amazing. You think about how your refrigerator works. Cooling occurs through rapid evaporation. They evaporate the water through a tiny hole and then uh, you've got all your fins at the back and the fridge cools through rapid evaporation. It draws latent heat from the surroundings. So when we get a temperature, Our body goes, we need to put the temperature up because we need to kill whatever is is causing this, this problem. So we get this really high temperature and we feel really cold and shivery. And that might go on for several days. Then our hypothalamus has to reset. So what does it do? We sweat profusely. We wake up in a massive amount of water with our pajamas wet through so that we have to draw latent heat from the surroundings to evaporate the water to cool our body down and take our bodies back down to normal body temperature. It's so fantastic, this vehicle that we go around life in, that we should be putting living matter in that's got its own charge. That's our fuel. It's not fun, it's fuel. So so look, one of the main reasons for the change in, in the outlook, people are starting to get it, is the sensitive electromagnetic instruments that have been developed. So there are instruments. One of these is the squid superconducting quantum interference device magneto magnetometer capable of detecting tiny biomagnetic fields associated with physiological activities occurring within the body. Well, (coughs) if you put fluoride in something, if you put fluoride in the body, you can't generate energy. And there's fluoride in psychiatric pills. There's fluoride in the water. Then when you mix it with glyphosate, it makes six new compounds in the gut. The blood-brain barrier is there to protect the brain. But guess what? Your Wi-Fi, 2.4 to 5 gigahertz, opens that blood-brain barrier, as do certain drugs what are in the vaccines. And that goes in and it calcifies your pineal gland. And if you look at all ancient charts that Rockefeller got rid of, when he bought in his pharmaceutical led medicine, this is nothing new. It's all there. It's been around for a long time. So when you think that <clears throat> they force grow foods in good climates, where you have a lot of natural fluoride rock and the water runs through the rock, the food that grows when they measure it with these devices, it doesn't have a lot of energy in it. And this is the same for your non-organic food that's grown in just phosphorus, nitrogen and potassium. It makes it grow big and colorful but it's devoid of energy and it's devoid of nutrients. That's exactly why you should be eating your organic uh, vegetables that you, you speak over them as well. That's why that experiment that last week, the, the lovely couple with the baby that we're on, and they talked about um, you know the experiment where they froze some water and uh, one piece, one Petri dish, they played it uh, poetry and love songs. And then the other one they played at Slaughterhouse recordings and recordings of torture and all of the crystals were malformed in the one that was played the Slaughterhouse. Now we are 66 percent water. So if you remember the show that I did on Easy Water, the fourth state of water, it's quite incredible (coughs) that we need we need this water in our bodies and everything's connected. So let me go on. So. That detects it. But of course, our boys club doctors are pimps for big pharma. They're not doing any of this. They're not thinking about any of this. Now, when I had cancer, what what did I notice before I had cancer? We went on holiday in the August and we went to um, Barcelona and I was diagnosed in the February, not because I didn't have the gritty area. It's because I never got my stuff together to go to the doctor. I found it well before I went to the doctor. So we were in Barcelona and I was the only person who fell asleep in Sagrada Familia. Um, You know, I was so tired. I lay on a rock in Gaudi's Park and went to sleep with a hat over my head. I I couldn't get over this fatigue. It was debilitating because I had a change in my electrical field. That's exactly what I had. I had a break in it. I was sick. And this is where when people talk about auras, seeing auras, I'm not going to lie. I can see them. I can see bright, like, white. The only person I've ever seen a color on in my life was Mother General, and it was pale blue. But that is – it is something that you can train your eye to see. It's very, very simple, but we don't do it. But once you train yourself, you'll see it all the time. I was going, I,
1: to, ask, I was going to ask you something, if I can, about that. Is that akin to – and I'm not talking about auras or whatever, but is, the, the energy – when a woman becomes pregnant, people say you're glowing. Yeah, is that yeah. because yeah, you can see impressive. them radiating? I don't, I don't know if I see auras or whatever, but you can see a different di- difference in uh, energy within them coming out, expressed in their smile, the 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 way they look, everything. It, it, there's a difference there, and sometimes even before they're even showing that they're pregnant or anything, these kinds yeah. of things come out of you. Yeah.
4: Absolutely. And we talk about in life, don't we? Yeah. You know, oh, my word. We we talk about people as being either radiators or drains. I mean, how many times have you been in someone's company and you come away and you think, oh, my word, I'm so miserable. Yes. Because they have got such low energy. Now we radiate our energy five or six feet out. Isn't that interesting? Because they wanted you to be six foot apart. So when you get within someone's energy field and you start to feel them, that's like when you hug your children or you hug your pets or you hug your partner. But when someone's feeling depressed and they're feeling sad, they're resonating at like 0.2 to 2 Hertz in one PhD study. Whereas when you're in love and joy, it's 180 to 220. Now this is one of the things, you know, I love going out with Katrina, my friend, because we laugh. We laugh. The world can be falling around us. And we laugh and we laugh and we laugh. And and I always come away feeling happy. We have another friend like that, Penny. We, we had four, four gals on my patio the other night. And that's where you'll find that you you find people that you, you're naturally drawn to. So look, let me go on. We know that all tissues and organs, organs produce specific magnetic pulsations. How do we know this? Well, for all of us nurses and anyone that's been in hospital, what do they do? They put an ECG. They put uh, red, green, black, yellow on your your four limbs, and then they they come down. And they put a I can't remember. I think it's fourth or fifth intercostal space. It's been so long since I do one. Then one straight straight across, and then they put them around the breast and under the arm, and then they switch on the machine and they watch. You see that little zigzag, and that little zigzag tells whoever's reading it where your heart is repolarizing, where the atriums, the top chambers, are squeezing and then where the lower chambers are squeezing. And it will also tell whoever re- is reading it where there's an anomaly, where there is a piece of your heart that might have an infarct, where something like you'll see, uh, what you'll hear people going on, an ST elevation, which you often get when you've had a heart attack. And then after a certain amount of time, that will go back down to normal. So this machine is telling us they also do it by putting the electrodes on your head and they'll be able to see your brain waves. So this is very real
1: so okay um, Kate we got about fifteen seconds here and what I want to point people to is if you want to uh, pick up um, the, uh, the the video and the podcast and everything later if you didn't catch everything you can watch it obviously on Rumble but also on suns we're going to be archiving that and uh, we're going to finish up with Kate so you guys on Red state talk radio jump over to suns Libertymedia.com before it's news.com or on our Rumble channel, or DLive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. And we'll finish this up with Kate in just a little bit. You guys have just, a great if, weekend. <laughs> Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. for two hours today. We'll be back on Independence Day with Daniel Miller and Texit. We're going to talk about See ya. All right, want to welcome everybody coming back over. Didn't mean to interrupt you there on that, Kate. Also, let's remember this. You were talking about those things. We brought this up last week. Pete... People, especially Christians, have not been thinking. I have. I had not been thinking so intently on some of these things, but the power of life and death is where that little guy right there. And many of us speak it to other people. We speak death to them. We speak curses to them. That's the Bible says. Can can a man have uh, get sweet bi- sweet water and bitter? Mm. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
4: Yeah, yeah. When people say, oh, she's dropped dead gorgeous. Stop it. You're killing me. Yeah. Oh, I'm sick to death. I mean, I, I even have to check myself sometimes. Yep. And, uh, and but I, I, I check others. I, I say, don't speak that over yourself. But look, in 1980s, Dr. John Zimmerman, Zimmerman, then of the University of Colorado School of Medicine, used squid magnetometers to measure the pulsing biomagnetic field emanating from the hands of therapeutic Touch practitioners. What do we hear people say when you pray? Put your hands on them. Put your hands on them. If your heart is good, come around. Everybody put your hands on them.
1: And James says even anoint them with oil. And not only yep. will their sins be forgiven, but they'll be healed.
4: Yep. So, so look, you know, he, he found that the energy healers produced frequencies of pulsations that literally swept between 0.3 and 30 hertz cycles per second. So the work was again confirmed in 1992 by and his colleagues in Japan who studied uh, kui emissions in practitioners of various arts and healing methods using magno- uh, magnetometers uh, consisting of two coils of wire and 80,000 turns. So going on, orthopedic surgeons have used low-level magnetic bone stimulators for several decades to heal non-union fractures in bones because specific frequencies stimulate the growth of nerves, bones, blood capillaries, ligaments, connective tissues and skin. Now, Dr. Andy Kaufman was saying to me uh, a couple of weeks ago, he said, you know what, Kate, he said, if you take everything away and put, give the body what it needs, it'll just regrow what it needs. And he's always telling me to regrow myself some breasts. And uh, I'll tell you, I'm seriously thinking about it. I just need to find out what hurts and I'm up for that. It's just which bit to stop at because you don't want to be have massive melons, do you? You want to have just a normal set. But anyway, look, back to the seriousness. Although we've known about brainwaves since 1929, they knew about brainwaves waves. As a result of the pioneering work of German psychiatrist Hans Berger that led to the discovery of the uh, electroencephalograph, that's what we do it. We've known all this, but the brain actually spread throughout the body. They think it's just the brain, but look. We know how the low frequency waves are not confined to the brain and they're spread throughout the whole body and peripheral neural system and the connective tissue sheets around the nerves. The late Dr. Robert Beckers described this system as regulating injury repair process throughout the body. And jo- Dr. Joe Dispenza uh, if you don't know who he is, go if you don't even want to read it, go watch his stuff on YouTube. I believe he was a chiropractor or an osteopath, and he was in a wheelchair with a spinal injury. And using the power of his mind, he grew the nerves back to repair. And they've showed it in science studies. So um the origin of the concept of the living matrix goes back to Claude Bernard, one of the 19th-century physiology pioneers who coined the term Le Milieu. Interior, I had to I had to do a, a voice thing on YouTube to pronounce that. Le milieu interieur or the interior environment of the body. Bernard did not believe in the idea of vital energy and sought to describe physio- physiological regulation. He introduced the concept of homeostasis, a term that was actually coined in 1926 by Walter Cannon. And we hear of homeostasis now the boys club, the boys club doctors um they talk about homeostasis but i don't think they quite get it and i don't think they quite get what vitality is when homeostasis is reached and we get our vitality back you know we have an endocrinologist we have a hematologist we have a cardiologist a gynecologist and they just look at individual portions of the body but i I have a book upstairs a big thick book that cost me a lot of money. Called metaphysical physiology. And every single patient that comes to me, I always look through their consult form and I look in my metaphysical physiology book at what their presenting diagnosis to me is. What is their presenting complaint? I look it up in the book. And then when I talk to them, I always find out that it is literally what it says in the book. So, for instance, you know, you have a problem in one part of your body. It, it means that you've got a particular break somewhere in your energy and that, that could be due to feeling like X and what makes you feel like X. And when you start to peel back the layers, it's, it's all kind of, you know, problems with the parents or they're estranged from a parent, um, or they might've had a termination, a termination when you, when you kill that child within you, cause you're killing it in you. They don't kill it when it's taken out of you. They kill it in you. And so what happens to that energy of that baby? Where does it go? Energy doesn't disappear. Quantum physics, it doesn't disappear. Albert Einstein said that. It doesn't disappear. It just changes state. So there is that that when a baby dies within you, its soul stays within you till you die. Some of those babies, yes, they're born alive, they don't die from what they give them and they're left to die in the sluice. I've seen that, I've heard that. So look, um I want to go on because there's. we talked about the, the easy water. In the 1950s, Dr. Svent Georgi laid out the theory of bioenergetics in which he described how energy can flow through electromagnetic fields inside living organisms. This is exactly what happens in us. It's exactly what happens in us, the charged water last week you heard about living water there's only two places it's all this is all connected and go back to the show we talked about easy water um
1: and let's the, also let's also add this um because i get people who will say oh when we've talked about this before, well, a lot of this sounds really New Age. Well, it is. It, it is. It is. If they leave the Creator out because they're looking to do an, a, a New Age, which is just simply the Old Age, which is leave off the Creator. We got all his goodies. All of these things are how God has formed these things. I've made mention of this before, um, where we were told we're made up of atoms and all this kind of stuff, and they they repel. One, they're supposed to repel one another. It's a wonder why we don't just disintegrate like Isaiah says in Isaiah chapter 6 and we know how why that is the Bible says all things are held together how by the word of his power who's that who's the he it's the creator the Lord Jesus so power. we always yeah. want to talk and tie it back to the fact that That all of these things, whether we're talking about the water, whether we're talking about the the fruits and the vegetables or or whatever we're given, the going outside barefoot, grounding ourselves on the earth, whatever the or our teeth. That was the one that really blew my mind that they work like circuit breakers. They work like circuit breakers in our mouth. All of that is by design of the Creator Himself. This is why everything is so magnificent. It's why even the creation declares the glory of God if we're just willing to see it. We're, we would be amazed at what god has done just by speaking things into existence and then holding those things together by the word of his power i think that's where we got we got to do we got to give glory for that
4: if you can speak into existence what does that mean it means that you can speak your health you can pray that's why when i was given a talk to a hundred people and there was a, a a woman there and her friend a young guy in his 30s that had three injections and he was now in hospital dying. And she said, "He's awake. He knows what's happened, and he's accepted." I said, "Pray for him. I'll pray for him. I'll come and pray over him. I'll put my hands on him." Because this is where Joe Dispenza is so incredible. When you listen, so look, the transmission of excitation energies between molecules through electromagnetic coupling is not a mere matter of speculation. These, en- this is all. Incidentally, this is all referenced. These energies flow through water channels inside the body, since over 99% of the molecules inside the body are water molecules, and the body is two thirds water by volume. Every protein, whether constituting bone, sinews, or any other tissue exists in a hydrated form. And when the water content of the body decreases to less than 50%, we die. Now, let me just go through this because um, a lot of the nurses, they, they were finding it difficult to get their head around this. When you have salt, sodium chloride or salt, what's the first thing they do when you go into hospital and you dehydrate it? They put up a sodium chloride drip. I mean, you couldn't make this up. So that salt goes into your cell and it displaces the potassium. So the potassium's pushed out and your potassium rises in your blood and your boys club doctor looks at it and goes, oh, You've got a lot of potassium there in your blood. We need to give you some salt. No, you've got a lot of potassium outside of the cell, outside of the cell. Water has four states. It has a gel. That's why when you cut us open, we don't have water everywhere. You have blood, but you don't have the water. So inside the cell now, it's got too much salt, so it's waterlogged. It's just waterlogged. And sugar in the presence of oxygen can't generate ATP. So the cell ferments. So what do you get? You get tired when you get sick. What is our modern diet full of? By design, they knew. They knew. They always know. These are the same lying, dirty, filthy, devil-worshipping gangsters in pharmaceuticals and the Food and Drug Administration and the Food Standards Agency. They always knew. They knew years ago when people were living in filth about the digestive tract. The boys' club knew it, and they wrote about it. I've read the quotes. So what did they know? They know that if you make food, take the carbohydrate out, it lasts for ages. And they put salt in it, even the can of Coca-Cola. The sugar isn't in there because of the taste. It's in there to hide the salt. So when you have salt, you don't. You have a break in your energy. It breaks your energy. What's the passage in the Bible, Tim? You know, Sodom and Gomorrah? And he says, don't look back. And what happened? She turned into a pillar isn't of Isn't
1: that interesting?
4: You turned into a pillow of salt. It's, it is all, Oh, it's anyway, I, I digress. There's your nugget for the day that, that I
1: wasn't expecting. I, I, wow. That's, that's pretty incredible.
4: Yeah. I love it. When I get my teeth into something, you know what? I just ordered myself a super duper Uber bunch of tuning forks. I'm, I've already got the charts. I'm teaching myself and, and I'm practicing on Katrina. Um, so, you know, I find all this magnificent. This is the only healing I want to do. And when you talked about in the beginning and I said about God is within us, I remember the exact day, the exact place, exactly the time of year that the Holy Spirit entered me. And I've never felt Amen. the same. Amen. Amen. Oh so, yeah, I can tell you exactly. I was on Millennium Green. I was walking with the trees on my left in this round thing. I can't remember what it's called, the trees. And I was crying, and I was asking my friend who died, please just talk to me. I'm so lost without you. I don't know what to do. And the sky was gray, and it was drizzling, and all the trees started to move and move and move, and then whoosh, I never felt the same again. And I smiled. But there's, what-
1: but there's more, because your friend doesn't do that for you, um, this is something that God does, and he teaches us to repent of our sin. So uh, you, you have this encounter. I'm, I'm wanting to make sure that I'm, that I'm understanding correctly. I mean, is, was, there no, was there no crying out to, to God for yeah. what's going I was, on?
4: I, I, I was, I was uh, crying, and I said, I don't feel it. I don't believe. How do people believe in God? How do you believe in it? How are they so sure you exist? I just want something. I just need you to just show me. And it was just like, whoosh, that was it. And then um, the following week, I used to chat to my friend all the time on the way to flamenco class on a Monday, all the way down to Port Slade. And she died. She spoke, I think, eight or nine languages. She had 11 Bibles. She called herself the little bastard because she was a, a, a war baby. I think I've told the story. Her mm-hmm. grandparents had a railway in in Loch Mabon and they sent a private and a pilot to stay at the railway inn. Her mother was thirty-five, a spinster, and the other the aunt and her husband, they couldn't have children. And the private and the wow. pilot go away and they die they die. They die in the war. And three months later, she's pregnant. The mother who's in her thirties. Oh she's pregnant. Somebody's she's in excited. her thirties. And uh she, her sister writes to her. She was sent away to have the baby. She was a Protestant. And it was a big, big shame. And this was to the 22-year-old private. And the the sister said, if you don't come back with that baby, I'll never forgive you. Mm. So she comes back to Loch Mabin with the little bastard, as they termed her. And this little girl was called Wilhelmina. And she was brought up with the aunt, the uncle, the mother and the grandparents who adored this child. And this child in the 1940s was then brought up, and she was the first woman to obtain a master's degree at St. Andrews University. Wow. And I met her because I fostered cats, and she came to get a cat. And she was my best teacher at a time when I was absolutely on my knees and sad. And in trauma from my divorce, and I'd lost my girls. My ex-husband had taken my girls. I didn't see them for nine months. It was a horrific time. And, and, I, and if, uh, you know, Victoria Kane's watching my children's godmother, she'll remember some of that because we spoke about it. I used to sit on my friend's sofa and weep, and it was a safe place for me, Wil- Wilma's sofa.
1: So, so she- are you, you're basically indicating that God had just brought you to yourself. You, were lo- you have lost everything and you're looking for an answer, and you're saying, if you're there, I-, I need to... I mean, we look, we know God's there, but we suppress that truth and unrighteousness. That's that Romans 1 deal. And yeah. God lets us go in that. Uh, but he also saves people out of that, because there's no other people to save but but sinners. And so I was just trying to get that... I was trying to a- yeah, understand so what you were saying there when yeah, you were talking about your you. friend. But you're call- you're also calling out to God and saying... Deuce, you know, de- I remember Bradley talking about Lord, j- even before his conversion. Lord, show me what you want me to do. And and I remember before my conversion, I would be reading my Bible, going, How can I be doing what I do, Lord, and 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 enjoy it when when you're saying this, this, and this, and. There's a way in which God is drawing us to Himself, and He does so through the Lord Jesus, no question about that. But there are steps that come through that. And uh, so I I was just wanting to clarify what you were saying had taken place at that time. And it's clear to me that since we've known each other, the focus has been on... God, it's been on the Bible, it's been on what the Word of God says, and you've drawn so many things that I know you've used to help some people from Scripture, and sometimes I'm sitting there going, wow, I never even thought about that, but then I wasn't thinking in terms of what you do, and what you're doing is you're helping people to come to understand the the means the Creator Himself has put within the world to keep us healthy. And again, I go back to where he gave the covenant with the people of old. And he said, I'm putting before you life and death, choose life. And there was a whole ton of things that he had put there, not just commandments, but the foods, uh, the, the way the society was to be structured, all of that was for our good. So I think that's, a, that's a, thank you for clarifying. Yeah. That.
4: And it was all in scripture. It was all in scripture yeah. about how to store your food your your sewage, everything. But look what happened. The people stopped doing it and they lived in filth and they ate uh, fish and putrefied meat. And what did they, they used to cover it with salt? They used to cover it with salt. So, so, you know, that whole thing about suddenly whoosh, it's in you. Um, and, but, but going back to the energy. So I, I've sat, I, someone left me with their beloved cat one Christmas and they went away and the cat died on Christmas day and um, I was like, I, I got them to keep it in the freezer at the vets and then just kept lying to the people. Cause I didn't want to ruin their Christmas anyway, but I was sitting at the vets and there was a dog in the vet room. And as the door opened, I thought, gosh, look at that big shadow behind that dog. And there was no shadow. And what I was looking at was that field. You, you know, I was just softening my gaze, just sitting back relaxing. And when you soften your gaze, you'll see the energy. So when you put a light bulb on, what does it do? It gives off energy and you get that haze around it. We're energy. We're masses of energy. It's what's making every single thing work in our body. So we're exactly the same. We give off that haze. Now, when there's a break somewhere in your energy field and you write, you're talking about teeth. When you take the nerve out of a tooth for a root canal, it's now dead. It's a dead tooth. And what does it do in the tubules and in the jaw? You get... You get the worst bacteria growing ever that causes heart disease, cancer. It can kill you. And you should have that root canal out. It's a dead tooth. And there's a break in that energy. It's really quite fantastic. (coughs) Just to let you know, folks, Fat Dave has joined us. Dave, say hello.
1: (laughs) <laughs> they love uh, to see him
0: oh hey
4: fat dave's he, he's he's around and, and actually Rafi's always around my feet so look let me go let me go through because i found this really quite every protein where the bone sinews tissue exists in hydrated form what are most people now so let's look at some diseases colitis crohn's arthritis um diabetes Um, cancer. What are the people suffering from? Look at the ones that you see shuffling around. They're dry. They're dry. They're supposed to be water and they're all dry and they're getting all these decrepit diseases and inflammation and everything rubbing together and the ligaments are no longer youthful and stretchy because they're dried out. And what does that do? Because of all the salt in the diet and the diet that's not good, the diet that's devoid of nutrients, devoid of energy, we don't have that energy in our body. It's all so fantastic. So, look, in the past, students were taught that bio- biochemical interactions are the basis of life and molecules fitting into receptors trigger cellular responses. I mean, we've been – and if you think about, you know, your nuclear magnetic resonances, they used – medically to excite hydrogen atoms inside the water in our body to create visible resonance pictures of our internal anatomy for diagnostic purposes. So everything in the universe has a vibration. And why does it have a vibration? Because it's got energy to it. So the work of the the late Ross A.D., that's A-D-E-Y, Showed that there are specific resonance windows at which biological effects tend to take place uh, preferentially. Biological cellular reactions take place at just the right frequency and amplitude, often at very low intensities. Too powerful a signal might not create a biological response, but a tiny signal at just the right frequency is capable of triggering cell membrane proteins to create an amplified response inside the cell or its DNA genetic material. It is thus not surprising that the subtle energetic emanations from a tuning fork at a specific resonant frequency could have an unforeseen healing effect on the body. And that's exactly what it does. So if we look at what would be the opposite to that? well. We live in our houses, we put copper pipes in the walls for our water, we have all the insulating pipes. This is why the Amish, when they move into a house, people go, why did they do that? You know, they don't want to use electricity and water, but they don't have to rip everything out the walls, but they do, they rip all the pipes out the walls. And then you get a good sleep when I I was fortunate in 2016 to stay with the Amish and they never let any um, the English stay. And I stayed with them with an elder and his wife, who's, who's now died. I think he had 14 children, Abe. And it was wonderful. I had the best sleep I've ever had. But when you look at our homes, you know, we have our mobile phone. We have our Wi-Fi. We have our LED lights, which are really, really dangerous. Then we have the street furniture, which is the street lamps, which are not insured. Don't pay your council tax, folks. These things are not insured. Ask them to provide you with the evidence and say that you're holding your payment until they've showed you. They won't come up with it. They won't come up with insurance because they've done no risk assessment on them. So we have all of this in our house and it changes the, the field around our bodies and we get sick. That's why it's important that you go outside with no shoes on every day. I do it even in winter. And you walk around with no shoes on because our shoes are insulated because they have rubber. So if you couple all of this salt that you're eating with all of the electrical devices and people put them, they put their mobile phones on their bodies or they sit with their laptops. And it's it's incredible what that's doing to us. But if it's doing it to our physical, it's doing it to our mental as well. So there was a study, I think it, it was done after 2000. They took a load of American servicemen and they injected them with radio opaque dye into the vortex areas and they put them in an MRI scanner and they watched where it went and it followed perfectly ancient charts of where the energy flows around the body it's quite fantastic really it's fantastic I mean I could do I could do hours and hours and hours on this um but look let me just read you one last bit here Uh, Bio-electromagnetic researchers have found out that digital electromagnetic pulses from our modern wireless devices can activate voltage-gated calcium channels. So any nurses who've done your prescriber course uh, and doctors, the boys club, should know what I'm talking about here. Voltage-gated calcium channels, which are embedded within all cell membranes, today's plethora of modern, microwave electromagnetic signals has been shown to have potentially adverse effects on our cells and tissues so it's going to stop us from doing what we're meant to do it's making us sick the background microwave radiation in our environment from wireless communication technologies remember 5g's up and running and being switched on is especially high in our cities today this background radiation is nearly a million times higher than it was 30 years
1: ago. Wow!
4: Get your head around that. A million times higher than it was 30 years ago. Can
1: you give us kind of a picture of that? You're saying get our head. Give us a picture, kind of what that looks like.
4: A million times higher. Well, if you look at, um, okay, when I first started working for BA in 1990, I never had a mobile phone, and then I finally got one, and I had to pull up the thing on it. Could never get a signal till you were. Literally landing on the ground. That's why that Twin Towers thing, where their crew were phoning home on their mobiles. What a pile of lies that is! Absolutely, because I was working, Your mobiles didn't work um, until you were literally on the ground. But when you think now, you, you know, you 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 step foot out your door, you've got a gun. I, I, even in your house, you've got a gun at your forehead, a gun at the top of your head, either side, up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're just surrounded in it. We're in it, 2G, 3G, 4G. 5G is not telecommunications. It's a direct energy weapon system. And, uh, you, you know, you and I have talked about my plumber and how the magnets stick on both his arms. I couldn't get yeah. near him with this big magnet.
1: We're hoping to get some video on that with yeah, some things you're going to show. Video
4: and it'll be me doing it, so I can absolutely assure you. So these people are stepping out with that 5G technology. There's big five masks. They can aim it right at them. Right at them. Oh, sorry, you're talking about the government. Oh, sorry. Zzz. But anyway, you know, <laughs> oh, that'll get me banned everywhere. Well,
1: that's, that's what Mark Steele said the first time he came <laughs> on the show. He said, this is, this is a weapon.
4: Yeah. That's why I got banned when I talked about it on the radio in February 2020, and I talked about 5G. So, look, we're now a million times higher than we were 30 years ago before the advent of cell phones, cordless cordless phones, cordless baby monitors, wi fis smart meters. If I had a penny for every time the council sends, not the council, the electricity company sends me thing we're ready to feed your smart meter. I just tear it on when I ain't ready to have it in my house. So, um, so you know, this goes on. The technologies are pulsing electromagnetic fields that affect the nervous system and the brain. What do we see? We see psychiatric disorders skyrocketing over the last 30 years. Absolutely skyrocketing. I was listening to an interview with Tom Cruise. Whatever you think of that pint-sized man, um, you know, I, I, I don't like a lot of what he talks about. I find him a bit of a pompous and the way he is, quite arrogant. But I live right near Scientology land, uh, right near Forest Row in East Grinstead. They're the next two little towns along from where I live. But I was listening to him talk. He was being interviewed. And he was talking about mental illness. And he got into this spat and Brooke Shields. I don't know if you remember all that. You know, she'd had... Uh, uh, depression tablets after she'd had her baby. And he said, there is no chemical imbalance. And I, I have to say, I agree with him. I agree with him. I don't believe it is a chemical imbalance. I believe a lot of it is the grains because there was the, the the psychiatrist who discovered with his hebephrenic, catatonic, simple and paranoid schizophrenics that when he removed all the grains from their diet, their symptoms began to subside and he weaned them off their drugs. He took it to the board and guess what? They ordered them back on the drugs and told him to shut up and he wasn't to do any more of it. But, you know, a lot of it is diet. And they call it, we've done that on the show, uh, grain brain. But also, you've got to think, they're changing all the electromagnetic fields around us. And so our cells aren't firing the way they're meant to. So it's not unreasonable to suggest that the pure analog sounds of continuous tones and melodious music might have the potential to correct the energetic imbalances. This is your tuning forks. And remember music as well. Music that used to be played years ago. Was of a frequency that was joyous and wonderful, and they changed the frequency, and it's to a satanic frequency now. Well,
1: you think you? I was, I was Mark thinking Devlin's of that when you. A
4: really good book on it. Mark Devlin has a really, really good book on it. I'll, I'll, I should get him in touch with you and get him on the show.
1: Okay. He's uh, you think about that though, and the Bible it talks even about that as well. We've got the the numerous song, psalms that are written there, and the different kinds of instruments that are used, and then we have that story where. Um, Saul is wanting to kill David, right? And what is David going to do? He'll call in for him to play his harp. And it puts, it puts him at ease in playing that. There's really something to be said about that as far as what takes us out of certain moods and puts us in certain moods according to music that's played.
4: Well, yeah, we know that. Look at when we, we, we find a song that we really like. Um, you know if we're sad. We we find a song that reminds us of an ex-boyfriend. We play it. <laughs> but but there are, there's a wonderful song, a wonderful, wonderful song. You should find it, Tim, and stick it up. It's by Saul, S-A-U-L, and it's called Free. And the lyrics are beautiful because it's talking about, you know, I, I, I like your style, I like who you are, but when I needed you, you weren't there, uh, you're never there. But God's love is free. God's always there. It's, it's it's wonderful, wonderful song. I'm going to send it to you uh, in two seconds, but I just want to finish this. So, the idea is not purely speculative about what we've been talking about. In 2007, US patent 7280874 was granted to Charlene Bohm. For a method to determine therapeutic resonant frequencies in a variety of settings. These therapeutic resonant frequencies are claimed to be useful in modulating complete genomes and partial genomic materials and may be used in various media having different refractivities. If these ideas take hold in our modern medical system, They're not going to. There may come a time when sound healing will be commonplace as modern pharmaceuticals are today. I don't believe that at all. They're never going to let the real healing come in because they've already pushed it out. Because what is it you say? Kings have gold, men have silver, slaves have debt. The only commodity we have are our bodies. That's it. They're making loads of money off you. And even when you die, you pay for it. You pay for your funeral, uh, which is thousands, incidentally. So it is hoped, uh, you know, that, this will become part of modern medicine. I don't believe it ever will. I see see that we're in a time right now where it's a most fantastic time where people, for the first time, I've been banging on about it for a decade, people are looking at all vaccines. They're realizing that, as I always say, no vaccine proven safe, no vaccine proven effective. They're starting to say, well, hang on a minute. I don't believe, I'm not having another polio vaccine. I don't believe this monkeypox. I don't believe this. People are looking at Spanish flu and realizing it was a group of soldiers in Kansas. They were all given these experimental injections and then they had to get rid of them all. And they said it was everywhere around the world, every man, woman and child's duty to have this. But Greece wouldn't have any of these injections. Greece had no Spanish flu. People are wising up to the whole big Rockefeller pharmaceutical pimping lie. They're wising up to it. And the boys club, people are seeing that the hospitals, the hospital kills. They don't make you better. They just give you drug after drug. They're realizing that nurses don't know anything, that they don't know how to heal you. you. The very You don't have to look very far. You only have to look at the food that they serve you. You walk into a hospital in the UK, and in the foyer, you've got Dunkin' Donuts, Costa Coffee, uh, um, McDonald's. You've got nothing that's real food. Katrina and I stepped in this big food place yesterday, and we both agreed. There was nothing to eat, nothing in there that was real living food. They know. They know. The same people that run the pharmaceuticals, run the hospitals, the drugs, run the food. They know. They're poisoning you. They're making you sick, keeping you sick, (laughs) killing you, disposing of you, and charging you all the way along. So I don't believe that you're going to see where they call it integrative medicine. I don't believe that happens. In the UK, we had homeopathy and then they they kind of pushed it out, but it's been proven to work. So they pay lip service to it. They pay a little bit of lip service. When I went to the London clinic, when I had cancer, I went to when, you know, just before I sat the oncologist, uh, this oncologist, when he heard I was, I was having mistletoe injections, he said, oh, we we can send you to our naturopathic woman here. And she gives little bits of mistletoe tablets. I was having massive doses and I was injecting them into my abdomen subcutaneously. I didn't want a piffling bit paying me lip service and she was going to charge me 350 quid just to go and talk to her. You know, I was doing it hardcore, Iskador, but they don't let you have that. That's from the creator, mistletoe. What it does is it pushes your temperature up really high. And then you, you, if, you if you can't rally an immune response, it's doing it for you. And then it kills the cancer cells. That's the way it works. But they don't let you have that.
1: By the way, so- Kate, let me let me let me interject something. And I said this, I think, earlier this week. I may have said it when uh, I've also got an interview sitting, sort of, you know, in the in the back background here with Dr. Lee Merritt that I did this week, right after I did the one that we're going to air with Daniel Miller on on Monday. And in God's providence, we're going to be, uh, Lord willing, we're going to be bringing G. Edward Griffin on to talk about. His book and The Cure for Cancer and how that's been hit, B-17 was the big thing Mm -hmm. right there. Somebody made mention, Tammy made mention of that in the chat. And I think one of the big silver linings of all of this murderous intent by the pharmaceutical companies, their little pimps who are pimping their drugs, the Mockingbird Media and all this other stuff, is that people's eyes are, some people's eyes are getting open to the fact that, wait a minute, yeah, I'm I'm noticing. I'm going to the doctor, and they're giving me pill after pill or shot after shot or whatever they, they're giving me. And it's not making me better. It's actually making me worse. And I'm having to buy more of their products that they're getting big bonuses for, boats, cars, whatever the case may be. And I'm getting worse. I'm not being made healthy. And I can't tell you how many people, Kate have reached out to me and they said, hey, can I get a hold of Kate? And then they'll send me messages, boy, this is really helping me. They see a difference within a few days starting down that road. And you probably have numerous stories of people that you've educated on these things of how they, they can go right back to what the Creator has given to to make themselves healthy, to, to even yeah. bring healing into their bodies.
4: Yeah, so look, for anyone who's watching this, who's missed Missed it. Let me give you a little quick thing about B17, vitamin B17. It has four molecules, glucose, glucose, benzaldehyde, and cyanide. The benzaldehyde and cyanide are totally inert. They're inactive. But when they come into contact with beta glucosidase, which is found in 3000 times greater quantities in cancer cells, synergy occurs and they become far more potent. They go now. Now, your cancer cells, they're your cells. They want to survive. They're negatively charged, negatively charged. Remember that we're talking about chargers in the body. This is when something has gone wrong. Our electrical field has gone wrong. Our our cells can no longer generate an immune response. They can't generate energy to reply, to repair the DNA or kill that cell. So it divides. It's a mutation. It keeps on dividing. You have a palpable detectable tumor. So. 3000 times greater quantities in cancer cells. Synergy occurs. It goes in the B17 and it kills that cell. And then it goes and it filters through the liver, the site form and all your blood. The life is in the blood, goes through the liver every three minutes. And then it's converted to B12 and it's used for regulating blood pressure. It's used as analgesic, which is a painkiller. And it's used as antiseptic, which is cleaning. It cleans. Now the Hunsers in the Himalayas eat the apricot kernel. They eat everything from the apricot plant. They live to like 100 and 120 give or take a day. The Inuits, they eat just meat, but what they do eat, is they eat the stomach of the caribou. When they get the caribou, which grazes for thousands of miles, the first thing they eat is the rumen. They'll eat the stomach, with what it's full of, the grasses that contain B17, nitrilicides. So they're getting big quantities of it. Now, um, you can, there's, uh, I'll have to send you the link, but people eat apricot kernels. It's one apricot kernel for every 10 pounds that you weigh. Uh, there is a school of thought here. You know, I did the B17 therapy when I had cancer. I did the oral dose. I took the tablets with the amygdala in You can have it intravenously. Uh, they don't let you do that, but I know people that do it. But anyway, I took the tablet protocol, but what I tell people now, is, I say, you know, it's it, it, when they talk about, you know, you can poison yourself. You wouldn't sit there and eat just the seeds of 50 apples, would you? Of course you wouldn't. But if you eat the entire thing, if you eat three apples, and you chew the seeds and, you know, eat everything, chew the seeds, your tongue will go a bit numb, they're kind of bitter, but you'll get in a prophylactic dose. So eat the three apples and eat the seeds. That's the way to do it. And you're going to get your B17. So, you know, everything we need is here. And this is what I, you know, this is energy. This is food. This is living food.
1: And I learned and that from you, by the way, I do that. I eat the seeds and all now.
4: Yeah, get your kids to eat the seeds. And I laughed my head off. I once went to a health food shop and there was some woman behind the desk, you know, typic, I shouldn't say this, but, you know, the typical kind of tree hugging looking type, uh, even though I'm a tree hugger, And she went, don't eat more than one of these. And I was buying a bag of apricot kernels. I went, why is that then? She said, because they've got cyanide in and they could kill you. <laughs> I, said, oh. I said, let me get this right. You're selling a bag of deadly April got kernels that can only eat one on the shelf in a health food store with no government warning on the back. I said, do you see how stupid that comment is? You said that you're telling people because you don't understand. I said, that's ridiculous. Stop yes. giving people silly misinformation.
1: Yeah, can, this is what happens. Can, can, because uh, we're going to have to wrap up the show here. And some people have said, thank you for staying long. We stay long pretty much all the time on the show. I have to go over yeah, on, in most shows. We can chat into the early hours and stay long. That's right. We, we, we have, it. but it's not just with Kate. We, we do it. It happens with, I mean, it, Come Independence Day, you're getting overtime, guys. Okay, I'm just telling you, that's on there too. I want to go to this because Mr. Wordsworth brought this up, and I was thinking Uh something here too. Uh You know, we talked about positive and negative and things of this nature. And I don't want get I don't want people to to get the idea that just because something negative comes into our life that it is necessarily bad. Because Romans right, the Bible tells us that God works all things together for good. That's all things, good and bad, positive and negative, all that. He's doing it. Um, When we see a great tragedy or something, God has a purpose in doing it. Otherwise, it doesn't have a purpose, which means there's no purpose to anything. We can really come that way. So I want to read this passage here as an example. And thank you, Mr. Wordsworth, for giving me this, because I I looked it over and I said, yep, that's exactly what I was thinking of there with Romans. And uh, this comes from 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 4. And beginning at verse 1, we're going to read a few passages, but this is the entire context. It says, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost." "...in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine into them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness..." How do you like them apples? There there they come. "...hath shined in our hearts to give light to the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ." But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power of, uh, of may be of God and not of us. And then he says all these seemingly negative things. We're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also, of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. And that's the whole thing. It's, it, John says, I must decrease, he must increase. The more that we die to ourselves, the more that the Son of, of God's life is born out in us. And he says, um, For we, we which live are always delivered into death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus, I mean, this is getting there, might be made manifest in our mortal flesh so then death worketh in us but life in you we have the same spirit of faith according as it is written i believed and therefore i have or have i spoken we also believe and therefore speak knowing that he which raised up jesus now that's power folks when you raise somebody from the dead who doesn't have there's no energy in the body there's no power and life is is breathed in there Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus, shall raise up us also by Jesus, and shall present us with you. And for he he goes on, boy, I mean this is a this is a pretty encouraging passage. for all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, Yet the inward man is renewed day by day for our light affliction. Think about that. Whatever we face, no matter how horrific it might be, Paul says it's a light affliction, which is but for a moment. Worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are only temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Amen. Hallelujah. Kate, I want to give you a final word here and let's close out the show. I've
4: I've got to say this. Look, I have the best job and I get sent some incredible things. So an artist who is, uh, you know, talks of scripture, he, he sculpted something in bronze for me and signed it and sent it from the States. He's got the most amazing artwork. His name's Rockus. This is beautiful. And he sent, me, he sent me a letter with it, and it's called Le Sachet. It's really heavy. Uh, I feel quite honoured. looks like a paperweight. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Weapon, you could, you don't need a weapon, you're not watching, yeah. But anyway, it's got boobs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grow myself some electromagnetic field, but anyway, it is quite beautiful. And it says, um, this is the original sculpture in bronze. My wish is as you sashay through your day with the beauty gifted you, give pause to this gifted you by God, give pause to this adoring piece, as one shall know the beauty within. And um, my mood was in a marvel of places when I started sculpting Le Sachet, an exquisite yet faceless female. I actually find it somewhat perplexing that she a- even came about. And he goes on and he says, as she simply reclines in a quiet moment of peace and repose, one can only think of the beauty God gave to curves and the very movement. Thus, my dear lady, I give you Le Sachet. Ciao, Bella. Rock us.
0: So he's <laughs> What a he's nice thing. You-
4: yeah, yeah. Uh, but I just think it's wonderful. He's, um, he admires, he, he talks about admiring beauty. And this, uh, he got in touch with me um, a lot over a year ago, and asked me to choose a piece. And I, I, did, I was like, I'm not choosing a piece of his artwork. It was fantastic. And then he said, No, I've done this one for you. And it arrived today, of which I'm really touched So it's wonderful. I now have a a,
1: a weapon. Well, Kate, here's a... Yeah, yeah. And you need them because you've, you've only got BB guns to deal stuff with there. But thank you for the... Yeah, thank you for the information. Thank you, guys, for the input you've had here, especially that Mr. Wordsworth. I think this tied this right up, that whatever we're faced with... God has already told us how to deal with it that, and that's to put our hope in him you know he tells us he already knows our needs before we uh, we ha- we ask them but he wants us to ask them uh, ask him because he wants to meet our need he wants us to know
4: you have to speak it yeah. you have to speak it because what is it it's a vibration and we're and, and, and I want so to be clear I want word. to be
1: yeah I want to be clear we're not saying name it claim it stuff we're, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about if we ask, the Bible goes on to say, if we ask anything, what? According to his will, we know he hears us. And if he hears us, we have the petition of what we're asking for him. So this is not a name it, claim it thing. That's not what I'm talking about. That the guy who tells you, oh, you know, I'm, I'm claiming that we're going to get a jet and we're going to get a Lamborghini. No, no, no. That's, that's playing off the flesh. But the Bible says that we are to look to him. He is our father. And I was explaining this the other day because Johnny, that's right. It it was, it's, it's like the other day, um, somebody says, oh, we know I'm not very religious and these kind of things. And I said, well, this is, we're not taught Christianity is not religion because is it a religion when you want to, you know, as a kid, you crawl up in your dad's lap and you ask him things about his life and what went on. You don't do that and then say, dad, I don't care. Um, you, you, you do that because you're trying to learn about your Father. You, his likes, his dislikes, what his life was like, things that he'll pass on to you. Maybe you even go out and you work on things together. That is the kind of relationship we're to have with our Heavenly Father, and we can only have it through the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, Kate, thank you for staying late uh, long here, and thank you for the, the great information that you gave us. And uh, if you'll hang on, I'll say goodbye to you off air. Guys, uh, Bradley should be in this afternoon. i uh, He's telling me he'll be in, so uh, hopefully he'll have a show today, two hours worth of Bradley Dean, and then, Lord willing, we're going to be with you 6 a.m. in the morning. It'll be a pre Uh but it is Daniel Miller, and the book he's got is Texit, if you want to be looking up that, or if you want to look up, I think it's TNM, Texas National Move- Movement, keep that in mind, TNM.me. And you can be looking at some of that information if you're interested in some pre-show things. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Great Lord's Day. Be- get with the people of God. Read the Word of God. All right? that It's good for you. It really is. And then uh, have a fantastic Fourth, and we'll see you on Monday, Lord willing. Adios.